0: Here we go. We are starting episode one of Beyond the Real Podcast. Uh, I am Chase Kaler. I'm joined here with Preston, Preston Coburn. 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 That's right. Uh, uh, we are new friends, actually. Yeah. <laughs> we met in kind of a weird situation. Um, so Preston came in. I work at a men's suit store, and he came in to uh, purchase a suit. And I needed to look my best. You did, You I and did. you looked great. I uh, do. yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, no, it ended up turning into about, like, a two-hour Star Wars right. conversation. Luckily, was... I didn't have an appointment to go to. Yeah, you. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was pretty – and it was a slow day for me, too, which was good. I didn't have a lot of customers coming in and bugging us. So we just chatted it up for about two – yeah, about two hours of straight yeah. Star Wars. It was great.
1: And then we just scratched the surface, really.
0: We, we really did, and that's why we decided to do this podcast. I mean, I've wanted to do this podcast for a while, um, I've already got a YouTube channel up beyond the real, which is pretty small. I've got like 40 subscribers. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we can get more with uh, this podcast. Hold on, give me a second. You'll have 41 in a minute. Oh, there we go. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna add it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I needed a co-host, and Preston, uh, seems to know his stuff and has some good opinions. So invited him along and. Now we're going to make this our, uh, our little podcast. Hopefully we can do this weekly or, yeah. you know, as much as possible. So
1: Any excuse to talk about Star Wars is a good time for me.
0: You always need that excuse. Yes. And uh, I apologize. I know this is only the first episode, but I already have a cold. So I'm going to sound a little weird, even though you don't know what I sound like normally. <laughs> uh, so if you hear sniffles, that would be why. I apologize. Usually you
1: sound like the uh, that movie announcer guy.
0: That's right. Exactly. Yeah. At the beginning of Clone Wars, that's, that's yep. my normal voice right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the republic in danger no i can't even do it <laughs> um but yeah so we're just gonna go through um we're gonna kind of start out by uh, introducing the podcast here um i'll probably uh splice in the uh beyond the real intro just for kicks and giggles should we punch it punch it punch it, punch it. Punch it. Punch it. I was thinking we might need a theme song. Like I have that little like supercut of Han Solo okay. uh, that will that I'll splice in, but I don't know. We can create a theme song or something. That's always fun to do. So. Do you want me to sing? Yeah, I Is want, that what you're yeah. Asking? Go ahead. Go ahead and just um, at your heart's desire. Uh, I can't. <laughs> That's okay. I was joking <laughs> around at work. Do, 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 there you go. Do, 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 do. A little all. Steel Saunders <laughs> in there. That's what he does. He always opens up to the Cantina song. Um, no, I, I, I was joking with a friend at work. I can't remember what I said. It was, uh, it was like, beyond the real podcast where we go beyond the real. <laughs> In a podcast, so yeah, that's that's a workshop. That's yeah, it's very close to being perfect. But now, just like another two minutes of that going mm-hmm. in a loop. Exactly, it. We'll just <laughs> loop that together, and then and then we'll have the perfect theme song. Um, but yeah. So basically, this podcast is going to cover all things Star Wars. Uh, we'll do a little bit of news. Uh, you kind of mentioned before we got started. Everyone kind of does the news, so we'll just kind of briefly bring it up. Um, just because I know when I like listen to podcasts, if I. Just get, you know, one place where I can just kind of hear what's going on, get a couple of people's takes. More so getting people's opinions about the news is yeah. what interests me than actually, you know, delivering the news. And I've got those. And you've got, yeah, opinions are what we're here for. Uh, we'll do some reviews for sure, like, you know, movies and games. Um, we'll probably talk a lot about gaming, uh, especially tabletop gaming, because mm-hmm. that's kind of your wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, so we'll kind of get into that when we do our intros as to to what you do with your your tabletop Star Wars gaming. Uh, we'll talk collecting of course and expanding canon and costuming and all that jazz so we'll get into that uh every week we're going to try to get a new guest if possible it's probably not going to be the case uh it's probably going to be just you and me a lot of times but we both have friends uh in the star wars universe or in the nerd universe uh that probably have some good opinions that we can well you prefer. have friends uh, well I, i'm not the only one that has friends okay yeah. well i have friends that i can bring in and uh, and we'll we'll share them we'll make them your friends as well um and then, uh, yeah, and then, you know, like I said earlier, we have uh, the Beyond the Real YouTube channel, which is going to have some, hopefully, accompanying video um, footage and just fun stuff there. So, uh, yeah, let's get into introducing us. Um, like I said at the top, my name is Chase Kaler. Um, I'm an independent filmmaker and student uh, where uh, I want to learn how to write and direct. i am you know, done a couple of my own short films so far. But uh, Star Wars is really the one thing that kind of got me into that, you know, just studying the behind the scenes, you know, watching the commentaries on the on the DVDs uh, really made me, you know, fall in love with filmmaking in general, not just Star Wars. I uh, am a self-proclaimed Star Wars fanboy, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) which is pretty easy to do. Uh, I don't consider myself a toxic fan. So uh, there's a lot of those people out there who are fans of the of the franchise, but all they do is complain about it. I, I think it's better to talk about what we like rather than to spend too much time dwelling on what we hate. So, yeah, I
1: didn't, uh, I didn't send a single tweet to Marie,
0: uh, Kelly Marie Tran. Kelly Marie Tran. I am yeah. proud of you. That's so, good. I'm I didn't send a, a, I, I didn't did send a tweet her. to her either. I, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I don't, I don't really know how Twitter works yet. I'm still figuring that out. So. <laughs> we need to get a
1: handle for the podcast. We, we do.
0: We do need to get a handle for the podcast. Yeah. People can tweet at us if we ever get listeners. So we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully that's the case. Um yeah, man, I, I feel bad about what the people did to Kelly. That's yeah. so and Ahmed Best too. He went through that same thing. Yes. I mean, it was before Twitter, but just imagine if the prequels came out when Twitter was around. Right. You just have chaos. So, yeah. Sad thing. Um anyways, I uh, I do like other other franchises not just <laughs> Star Wars, so I'm I'm really into Uh, most things, uh, you know, comic books, movies, things like that, really like Avatar, Firefly, D&D, Red Dead Redemption is my jam. Like, I spend way too much time on that when I'd rather be, you know, I should be working or, you know, writing scripts. Uh, Lord of the Rings, things like that. So, yeah, and then uh, Preston, you go ahead and take the mic and tell us whatever you want the listeners to know about yourself and your expertise.
1: I'm Preston Coburn. I am, um, I guess you could call me a scientist. There we go. I like that. <laughs> I, I'll go with that. Now I work for uh, I work in molecular diagnostics,
0: which is sounds really cool. It does. chlorines, right? That's what yeah, that is. Okay. Exactly. You deal with mitochlorians. So if you want to know
1: your mitochlorian count, come my way. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see how far sensitive you are. Um, we were actually the. Uh, the the lab of choice for ch- choosing the chosen one. Oh, mm-hmm. nice little known fact
0: yeah you so did you come up with the prophecy then was that your company exactly yeah. wow you know that caused a lot of problems <laughs> for the galaxy but uh yeah you know as long as you apologize about it on twitter you should be fine right yeah yeah um
1: no that'll come up you know in a couple of years when i become famous and then they'll they'll find that out
0: and then they'll cancel whatever project I mean, you're working on yeah. yeah no that's that's how it works there goes my oscar hosting hosting guild. oh man well
1: uh, no, so I work with uh, my 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 day job is working in the laboratory of hospitals doing testing. So if you if you want to come in get your uh, whatever's going on tested, we can see if it's the flu, something like that. Here we go. Um, but outside of that, I'm a big fan of Star Wars. Um, I also saw a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, but instead of going into the filmmaking side of things, I really just enjoyed watching ILM build the sets and blow things up and that that's where I really got into it was like the mechanical how they did it thing not so yeah. much the storytelling um and outside of Star Wars I'm a big fan of anything sci-fi so Isaac Asimov is you know my my biggest hero so I think I've read I've read almost every one of his short stories and I'm currently working my way through his Empire series
0: so t- tell me who that is because I actually don't know that name
1: have you ever heard of iRobot
0: yes okay the, the
1: Will Smith movie Alan
0: Tudyk is my favorite yeah. yeah
1: he's great so he wrote um um so he's kind of like the father of robotics hmm. uh, he came up with the word robotics he was the first one ever to use it and when was
0: this is this like a long time ago yeah or? like the 40s okay cool yeah he's dead now he, I think he died in the 70s because um, he used to be called like automatons before then right or is well, that so something there was
1: different? the word robot that came from like a Czech or something like eastern european gotcha um But then no one like there was robots before Isaac Asimov, but he came up with the term robotics, like the study of robots. Yeah. Uh, And now that's like that's an actual field that people are in. Um, There's roboticists and things. So, yeah, I'm I'm really into his stuff. Um, That's where most people know him from. Is that
0: kind of maybe one of your goals, like if you could do any job? You know, would it go into robotics or? No. No, okay. <laughs> no. It's just cool to, to read about for, yeah, yeah into sci-fi stories. Yeah. I
1: don't know anything about computers or uh, electronics or any of that stuff. If yeah. I could go into anything, it'd be writing sci-fi short stories. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, but I'm also a big D&D fan. Um, I run a Star Wars 5th edition, you know, reskinning a of 5th edition campaign. That's awesome. Uh, so maybe we can bring some of that stuff into
0: the podcast. Absolutely, yeah. That stuff is really fun to me. I like seeing, yeah. like, character creation is like my big thing. And so, like, watching people, you know, create something in a universe that it's like, wow, I would have never even thought to put those elements together and create this totally awesome, unique individual. You know? Yeah.
1: So, I mean, we're probably going to go off on lots of tangents today, but. That's what this is for. A quick tangent here is last night mm-hmm. we played, um, and my crew, they wanted to, they called themselves the Silent Wind. Because they're they're silent but dead. No, they call themselves the Unseen Wind the unseen because they're silent wind. and deadly, uh, and they're all Force users. Like a bad fart. No, exactly. <laughs> so our, our welcome to
0: Be on the Real, the the <laughs> fart joke podcast.
1: <laughs> no, our campaign takes place in uh, 14 AFE. Okay. After the formation of the Empire, which is 5 BBY. Yeah. And um, kind so of that
0: kind of that, uh, that Han Solo or uh, er, yeah. er, Solo um, Rogue One era. Yep. So, okay. the
1: height of the Empire. And so they're all, they're all Force-sensitives. And so they don't they're all really know too much about the Force because no one was really around to train them. Yeah. And so they just call it the Wind because one of them has, like, premonitions. So, like, the Wind told him so. Anyway, so they uh, decided to go pit fighting on uh, a refueling station called the Wayward Comet. And they uh, there was this lady there um, that they were fighting, and she had a KX-series uh, security droid, which is, like, K2SO. Okay, yeah. So it was her and and her K... K, she called him K6 uh, up against these three guy, these three, four sensitive guys they're all level one and they uh, they just like wiped out this this droid and then just murdered her but one of them was nice enough to quickly stabilize her before she just died outright. so then they go on a heist to steal some stuff from the Empire and she's the one that ends up coming she was just a throwaway character just right. someone for them to kill and she came to their rescue when they were like stuck in a really bad spot and so like you, awesome. like you said just having, like, characters and story are what I'm really into. Um, so that's my favorite part of Star Wars and any sort of fandom.
0: And, and that's what's so great about uh, tabletop gaming is you never know what's going to happen. And it's yeah. just, like, writing it as you go. And sometimes it turns out really great. Sometimes it's not so great. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of one of the cool things about Star Wars. Because, you know, as much as people say, oh, you know, this latest trilogy was not planned out. Well, none of the Star Wars are really planned out. I mean maybe a basic outline mm-hmm. like when you when you dm you've got a basic outline where you want things to go but things are getting thrown in at you all the time and i mean in filmmaking you kind of just grab what sticks and you take what's yeah. good in, in tabletop gaming it's like okay maybe that was kind of dumb but you know we move on and we go to a next session um and it's just i think that's what kind of is part of the heart of star wars is mm-hmm. just it's a, oh, this was cool. Oh, this is cool. Okay. That was really cool. Let's keep going. Oh, that was kind of weird, but uh, that's fine. We'll, we'll keep going and find something that's really cool. So that's really cool. Um, I'm just saying cool a lot. So, um, okay. Well, let's see. That's, uh, pretty much the intro to us. Unless is there anything else you want to add about your, okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) let's see. So we're just going to talk a little bit about the formatting of the, um, podcast and kind of what we like to do. I feel like at the beginning of every episode, we should kind of just catch up on what's going on with our lives as far as, uh, you know, maybe Star Wars related or, you know, your game or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then do a little bit of housekeeping, which, you know, nothing to be done on the first episode, obviously. We don't have sponsors today? We don't we don't have sponsors. Uh, we are sponsored by um, Beyond the Real YouTube channel. That's yeah. our sponsor for today, um, as well as Beyond the Real on Instagram. So, uh, yeah, they paid a lot of money for that spot, so... I'm, I'm gonna get on. The, I'm
1: gonna send some emails to like Corellia, um The I'm trying to think of all the, like the company names I can think of in Star Wars. Oh, there you go. The cybernetic. I know there's like a cybernetics one. I'm gonna see if any of them will. Sponsor you know, us.
0: that's the ones that always kills me on on trivia. Like I mm-hmm. I play Star Wars trivia a lot, and I'm usually pretty good about things that like you actually see in the movies or yeah. like know in canon. But then they're like, "What company made this blaster?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Blast Tech." Like that's the only one I know. Like. Yeah. Uh, it's a DL? Like, <laughs> I can tell you what it's called, but not the company that made it. Um, if
1: it's in uh, Battlefront 2, I probably know the name yeah. of the, the blaster, but there you go. not who made it. Right.
0: Um, let's see. So then we'll... Uh, if we have any guests that day, you no know, we will introduce the de- guest, um, report on any big news, um, and then usually we'll ma- move into a main topic if we have a main topic that day, uh, or which is you know talking to our guest. Um, and then what I would like to do is every episode... Maybe do a quick review um, on a movie or TV show. Mm -hmm. Usually, what's going to be current? Like, so today we'll probably talk a little bit about that new Clone Wars episode. I know you haven't seen it, yeah. So I won't, yeah, I won't spoil anything for you, but we can we can talk a little bit about it. Um, So go go check that out because that's actually pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, yeah, end with you know. uh, Oh no, we have a new segment that we're gonna. Right, and it's all new segments, I guess, because yeah. this is the first episode. Uh, but we're gonna do what the workshop name right now is just dropping them into Star Wars, um, which is gonna be just kind of a little fun game we'll play. If you wanna explain it better, you're the one who came up with this idea. So how
1: about, how about we call it where we dropping? Where are we dropping? <laughs> there we go. No, so in, um, yeah, I kind of want to play. It's just kind of like a thought game, really, because this is the kind of stuff that I like to think about. Like I said, I really like characters. So what if we took one of my favorite characters from some other property and we just dropped them? Somewhere in Star Wars, um, I think it'd be fun to kind of like pick a planet. You know, we pick a character, we pick a planet, we pick a, a time period, and then we s- just talk about. Just drop like, them in, see what, what they would do. Happen,
0: yeah. So I think that's going to be really fun. Um, it's going to be a, a fun thing to play with there, uh, and then you know, if we ever get listeners, we'll uh, we'll do listener questions and comments at the end. You know, yeah. if we get people tweeting us or uh, sending us emails, um, we'll we'll talk about all that at the end. So. So let's go ahead and just uh, break into news. i um, just got a couple of stories. It's not a huge news week. Um, biggest stuff would probably be the, the Toy Fair that happened in New York. Uh, dropped a lot of cool new product. So if you're a collector, this is a lot of really exciting news. Do you do much collecting? I know you said you have a little bit of a, a Lego collection going on.
1: Yeah, so the only thing I collect are the um, Star Wars Micro Fighters Lego sets. I don't collect all of them. I just collect the ones I want.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what collecting is. If you can't collect... I mean, if you look at my huge collection of Star Wars junk, according mm-hmm. to most people, yeah, I, I you junk. can't you can't just grab everything. It's it's way too much there. I yeah. mean, you'd have to be a billionaire to, to own every every Disney property or I mean, uh, Lucasfilm merchandise. Oh that they yeah, have. definitely. So uh, first thing on the news uh, is just the Rise of Skywalker Blu-ray coming out um, on March thirty first, uh, and then I think the digital copy is coming out like a week earlier, which it's always interesting to me that they do that, because I guess some people do buy the digitals, but I feel like a lot of the big fans have the the hard copies of most of them already, so they just kind of want to continue that. So that's what I do. Yeah. So are are you going to get it, you think, or do you collect it? Okay.
1: I have all of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing I have to get each of of them. So. I'm, I'm
0: the same way. Even the ones that I wasn't too fond of, I'll, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I have to get it. Like, I'm not going to have a big hole in my collection, yeah. so... That yeah. was my
1: thought too. I was like, "Do I really need it? Like, I have Disney Plus. It's gonna be on there. Right. But I'm like, uh, I have to. Yeah. I have to get
0: it. Yeah, it's that. It's that pride of just knowing you can see them all on your DVD shelf. You know, and they're they're all there. So, and I display mine in my room somewhere around here. Um. Oh yeah, it's right there next to my, my Malcolm Reynolds gun, which you probably can't oh, yeah. see. <laughs> What did you say that was called? You said there was... The Liberty Hammer. The Liberty Hammer. That's such a cool name for yeah. a gun, the Liberty Hammer.
1: I mean, it's Malcolm Reynolds. It it's Malcolm
0: Reynolds. Cool. He is the coolest. That that <laughs> The fact that they canceled that show, I man, that it just... It's so sad. Okay. Welcome to Beyond the Real Firefly Podcast. <laughs> um, oh, but I also collect, um, it
1: just kind of in the film world, I collect real to reel projectors.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. That is really cool. I have... My wife picked me up. Oh, it's right there underneath Salacious Crumb, hmm. a reel that she just picked up. And she's like, "Did you want this?" I was like, "Sure," but it's like blank. So, oh, is it? I don't know what to do with it. But <laughs> I have <laughs> um, cool. eight mm super
1: eight, and sixty millimeter film projectors. I've had to revamp some of them and kind of tinker around with them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then
1: I have uh, I have Star Wars on film. Really? Yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's like a only like a fifty foot. Uh, eight millimeter film and but it has sound i unfortunately don't have a sound projector but um yeah it's something i collect
0: that's really cool where did you find that uh thrifting yeah (laughs) online yeah like ebay not ebay but it was like something it was like craigslist that's pretty cool yeah yeah i would love to have i have um you know like a couple of frames (laughs) that they yeah that's uh you can kind of hard to see with the stuff behind it but My friend got me that. That's a a frame Mm -hmm. from um Empire Strikes Back. That's a good frame. Oh, it's a great frame. Yeah, it's it's the uh the siblings kissing right there. A little a little, little bit of Star Wars incest. Can't have Star Wars without it. Um I mean
1: some people kiss their siblings.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right on the right on the lips. Just perfect. To make their boyfriend jealous. To make their boyfriend jealous. Have you seen fanboys? no oh that's such a good movie they they argue about that for like oh, a whole scene i saw that scene oh yeah <laughs> that's a good one um so yeah skywalker's coming out grabbed the blu-ray uh, i i you know i only saw that movie twice in theaters like all other ones i've seen like nine or ten times i've really? only seen it twice how sad is that <laughs> i saw it once yeah once that was good enough for you
1: i saw all of them once in theaters yeah um i actually didn't Rewatch any of them even after they came out I, I bought the blu-ray and i just put it on the shelf yeah i didn't watch any of them again until episode nine was about to come out and then i rewatched. Then you rewatched them all uh seven and eight
0: well there you go a little bit fresher uh, opinions on them i, I don't feel mind like,
1: like a steel trap so once i see it once i just i got it
0: you got it in yeah, yeah. see i have to like study them over and over because i i have a thing about trivia so <laughs> oh that's true um I don't, I don't do trivia yeah okay so project luminous uh they've been talking a lot about this um like on the Star Wars show and stuff. Do you watch the Star Wars show? The I one that used
1: to watch it religiously. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a couple months.
0: They've changed the format a little bit, and oh, it's okay. not as good. It's not. Mm. So they do like a weekly segment with somebody new. I don't know who she is. She she does a great job, but it's like kind of miss you know uh, Andy Gutierrez and Anthony Carboni. Oh, are they off? They're doing it monthly, oh. and so every week with the news, it's it's a uh, it's a new people. So I don't know if it's gonna be a different person every week or not, but. Mm. Um, and, and I'm not trying to knock them. They're doing a great job. But, you know, I, I miss who I call D. Goots and Tony Boney. So. <laughs> Change is hard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they've been talking about Project Luminous uh, and how there's a, a lot of info being dumped on Monday. I don't know if you've heard about Project Luminous. I have Luminous. heard about this. It's, they've been really, like, secretive about what it is. So I'm excited to find out the info <laughs> that they're dumping on Monday. And we're pretty sure it's a book. Project because um, they've been announcing a lot of authors like Claudia Gray. You mentioned how you really mm-hmm. like Lost Stars and uh, uh, was it Leia well, yeah, Prince of Alderaan? Bloodline. Bloodline. That's right, Bloodline. Um, she's. I think she is uh, involved with it, but I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure. But um, they keep on using the word High Republic era. So I think it's going to be a collection mm. of storytelling in um, what used to be called the Old Republic, you know, to guys who remember those games. Yeah. But I think they, they changed the name of that to High Republic. So. Oh. It's going to be interesting to find out. It's probably just
1: going to be a lot of canonization of stuff that they deem legends.
0: That's what I'm thinking. Because um, like, we'll talk about it a little bit when we get to the Toy Fair, but, like, they just released um, Revan's lightsaber as a Black Series uh-huh. uh, lightsaber. So they don't usually do a ton of legend stuff um, as far as, like, producing product for it. So right. I'm curious to see if they decide to bring Revan back. You know, everyone's rooting for... Uh, who was it? Uh, Keanu Reeves playing Revan. That would be cool. would be pretty cool. I mean, Keanu Reeves in anything is... Oh, and then the next thing on the news here, uh, it's saying that uh, J.D. Dillard and Matt Owens um, are writing a new Star Wars project either in theaters or on Disney+. Plus. So I'm not super familiar with their work. Um, I know one of them did, Luke Cage. I don't know if that's something you ever watched. I watched the first episode. Yeah, was it any good? Um... I know that there's people that
1: really like it. Yeah. It just wasn't... It didn't catch me that first episode, so I just didn't... Not your cup of tea. It. Yeah,
0: it it didn't really grab me in the marketing, so I didn't really check it out. I haven't really seen any of those Marvel Netflix TV shows. Um, I did Daredevil for, like, the first season, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool, but... um, So I don't know much about their work, so I don't have a lot of opinion on this story, but, they, you know, there's always these rumblings of, oh, this person's writing this, this person's doing this. There's so much development yeah. that it's like, okay when there's actually a product to show me, then I'll, I'll believe that something's coming out. (laughs) That's (laughs) exactly how I am. There's, there's so many stories about, you know, Ryan Johnson's doing another trilogy or, you know, Kevin Feige's producing one. It's like, I'm sure that they're talking about it, but to me, it's not really news until it's announced that, you know, it's happening, that what's happening. So
1: these sort of uh, news stories, I typically just take them in and then pretend like I didn't hear it. Because if I start thinking too much about it, I get too excited and, either whether it comes out or not it's going to be a couple of years right and so i can't just sit there excited for that long so i kind of push it to the back of my mind
0: yeah like i remember um when they announced the cassian andor it was like i feel like it was a couple of years ago almost like because i remember when i heard it um i was editing a movie and this was like way, a couple semesters back uh, at school and i was so excited like mm-hmm. I was like trying to like rein in my excitement because I was in class, you know, just working on my assignment, with my headphones in, and I and I heard the news and I was like, "This is so cool," and then like nothing forever, and now it's like, "Oh, it might happen after Kenobi," or they might start production in twenty twenty one. It's like, yeah. but okay,
1: now Kenobi is canceled.
0: Well, not canceled. Oh, so that that was fake news, actually. Oh, good. Yeah, interesting thing. They somebody. I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> 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 somebody had mentioned that it was canceled, or they. They heard there was, like, a hiccup in production. Yeah. They ran with the headline, then it was canceled, and it just took on, like, wildfire, mm. and it spread everywhere. And so everyone was tweeting out forever, like, oh, it's canceled, it's canceled. It's Kathleen Kennedy's fault. Like, everything is to blame on Kathleen Kennedy. But, uh, no, it wasn't canceled. It was just, um, I think it might have been pushed back a little bit. Okay. I think they're trying to refine some of the scripts a little, um, which, I mean, which is good, because they had scripts in place already for the movie. Uh, from what we've heard, these are just rumblings. We don't know for sure. But um, and then they were trying to adapt them to the small screen. So I'm wondering if they're just struggling to do that. But as far as I know, according according to you and McGregor, everything is still a go. So okay, yeah.
1: good, yeah, yeah. See, that's why I I try to avoid. Like I saw the headline. I'm like, I'm not gonna even think about it because whether I see a trailer or not, that's when I'll get excited.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of annoying because you can't rely on a lot of news networks. And you might not even be able to rely on our news network because we, we don't know. We don't yeah. we don't know uh, Kathleen Kennedy or, or Bob Iger, personally. Well, you don't. Uh, no, oh, you do. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you'll have to give me his number. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, people will take this small little snippet of information and just run with it because it produces clicks, you know. Yeah. People are going to click on it. Or at least they're going to click on the headline and just read the headline and then, you know, write a tweet and send that out and...
1: That's why the, the title of this episode of the podcast is going to be All of Star Wars Will Be Deleted. Exactly. You have to return all your, your messages.
0: <laughs> that, that, that's it. Recall on Star Wars. <laughs> Fans be warned. <laughs> uh, okay, so last thing uh, as far as news a uh, new episode of Clone Wars, which we'll kind of talk about a little bit more at the end, yeah. uh, or at least I'll talk about uh, a little bit. Um, don't want to spoil it for for you or any listeners out there. Not a lot to spoil. It's clones being clones for the most part. Yeah, it is I a saw little some pictures. Yeah, it's it's so good looking. Like, yeah. and this is uh, a run that people have seen already because the um, animatics. I don't know if that's the right word, mm-hmm. but the unfinished products uh, for some of these arcs were released years ago. Oh. Um, what, after they got canceled, uh, Dave Filoni and crew was like, well, we're, we're not making these anymore. Right. Um, let's throw them out. And you guys can just see the stories we were working on because animation is happens so long in advance. Like, right. it takes so much time. So um, really the major difference is it's just really good to look at. <laughs> yeah. So really fun. Um, and then the big news, in my opinion, is the New York Toy Fair uh, came out with a lot of new collectibles that are going to be coming out. And a lot of them aren't coming out until next Christmas, which mm. is kind of sad. So, but you can get your pre-orders in now. I don't know uh, if you saw the links that I sent you. If you got a chance to look through those or not, I, did not. Um, I sent that to your email. I think I'm the best co-host. <laughs> That's all right. You're here to you're here to give your opinion on things that you're learning, as long as as well as That's the. Right.
1: Mean, I'm the Han Solo of the podcast. That's right. You're the Obi Wan. I'm the Han Solo. I'm the every man that like doubts everything and doesn't understand how this works
0: it's perfect i actually have a friend who really wants to come on when i told him i was gonna do this um and uh he he wants i referred to him in one of my videos as my non-star wars Mm. fan friend and he got really offended by that even though he's (laughs) not a star wars fan really and so he's been bugging me he's like so are you gonna bring me on as your non-star wars fan friend (laughs) it actually might be fun just to bring you on and get your opinion from an outsider you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah, there's some cool stuff that uh, that was released. I kind of just want to go through. Um, the big stuff was the Baby Yoda. You know, they missed out on this last Christmas, uh, which I'm glad because it would have gotten spoiled for everybody. But the Baby Yoda merch has just, they've skyrocketed with it. They've saw, or they've seen how, how popular it is and they are just going full blown crazy on it. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Pull so this up. is
1: going to say a lot about me. So I, I'm looking at these toys now for the first time, and first thing that jumps out at me is, is these are very affordable. Like I thought they were going to be super expensive, but yeah. these are like 13 to 20 bucks.
0: Some of them are, and then some oh, of them are as much as they were. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to go through the Yoda stuff real quick. The the I mean the Baby Yoda. The big one was this animatronic Yoda that has moving ears and eyes, and it like coos like a baby. Super cute. I don't know if you've seen the video that's been circulating about it of the it. toy. Of the toy, no, I haven't. I'll have to show it to you afterwards. Um, it's kind of creepy. Like my wife <laughs> loves Baby Yoda. Like that's her jam. Like she's a she's an illustrator, and ever girl. since that came out, like she'll do two Baby Yoda pieces of art for every like normal art she do. <laughs> you know, she'll she'll like be painting something for class, and then she'll be like, "I'm bored," so she'll draw Baby Yoda. She loves them. Um, so I want to get her this, hopefully, but she thinks it's kind of creepy, which. I kind of agree with.
1: It. When it's not moving, it looks fine. Yeah,
0: it's but it's like a Furby, right? Like it yeah. moves around, and you're like, okay, that's almost As long too it realistic. Start
1: repeating what you say back to you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh, oh, the deck of cards. I got to get that for her too. She collects uh, playing cards, so. Do you think my wife would be upset if I got a cardboard cutout of Ahsoka Tano? I don't and, like, think she is allowed to, because it's Ahsoka. You know, right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get upset. She's <laughs> she just oozes wisdom, right. even though she's a teenager in this one. But still. Oh, is that- that's well. It's the it's the new season seven cut out for Ahsoka. Hmm. Now, slave Leia, there, you know, <laughs> sure. she might get a little upset. Or, or I, I guess the new way of, of referring to it is um, Hut Slayer. Have you heard that? I have heard that. that yet. That's pretty, and that came from um, Bloodline, that book. And isn't that where we first hear?
1: I feel like I heard it just like. On Twitter or something Well, and
0: that's become the new kind of PC way of referring to it, which yeah. which I agree. Slave I Leia is kind cool. of demeaning and Hut Slayer, it's like that gives some power behind what she did. Yeah. Um but yeah, they refer to her as Hut Slayer in that uh Bloodlines book mm-hmm. when um, Oh, that's right. I can't remember they, the They
1: don't refer to the, her costume as like the Hut Slayer, right, right? They refer to For her, her
0: as, as Hut Slayer, and then right. somebody attached it to that costume, which mm-hmm. which I thought was was pretty cool. Uh they have something called a biddy boomer, which is like a baby yoda oh, a bluetooth, bluetooth speaker yeah okay. it looks like a salt shaker was, a little bit i was
1: gonna say why do they have a salt shaker
0: yeah they've got the build-a-bear which is that's kind of cute it looks like he's flipping you off it does a little bit <laughs> he's got that big old middle finger like your fingers
1: makes it awkward
0: some cool t-shirts coming out I just, you know i i have so many star wars t-shirts like you can't collect them all oh okay oh that's cool so hasbro has these new um they're kind of more like i mean all toys are for kids but these are more kiddish if that makes sense they don't, right. you know. Enough they have black series. right. They have the projectables. They're more cartoon looking, um, but they look kind of cool. The Mandalorian one is cool at least with the. It's got the little uh, Baby Yoda capsule that is towed by a speeder. Um, oh, there's another picture of the it's smaller than hyper realistic. They say it's actual size, really? which I don't know because I've never seen Baby Yoda in person. Because
1: those are kids, right? And it looks small compared to the kids. And
0: and the Mandalorian is, I mean, at least, um, I can't remember his name now. What's the Mandalorian's name? Uh, Pedro Pascal. There we there. go. I was going to say Pablo. I knew it wasn't right. Pablo. <laughs> but it was close. Something around there. Starts with a P. Uh, Pedro Pascal is is not a small guy. And so, oh. you know, I would say Baby Yoda is probably like foot and a half to two feet at least. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you're right. It does look a little smallish here. But again, they, you know, more, they market it towards kids, but kids don't have the money to buy this stuff. No. It's, it's the full-grown 40-year-old men that are buying this and displaying it. Just to be clear, I'm not 40. You know? No, I'm not 40 <laughs> either, but you know, they, they are out I'm there. I'm 42. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, oh, they got the Darksaber yeah, awesome. toy, which they've had one of these in the past, and it sucked. Mm. So hopefully this one's a little bit better. I've been seeing a lot of fan builds
1: of Darksabers, and they are yes. so cool. They are
0: so cool. I'm, I'm a member of uh, the Mandalorian Mercs Costuming Club, and there's a couple of people that have the Darksaber, you know, whether they're a, a, a Pre Vizsla or a um, Sabine Wren or um, Bo-Katan Kryze. They've got some awesome ones. This one I thought was really cool. So The Transport. Yeah, the vintage collection. So this Transport, I don't know if you had this or if you remember um, back I, in the 70s when they came out with this.
1: That little transport ship was a thing back in the 70s? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. The first, I know that from Rebels. Right.
0: And that's what was so cool is when they came out Um, with that at Rebels, people were like freaking out because it's like that's a random toy they had where you could just like keep your stormtroopers in. mm -hmm. Um, And so it wasn't canon or anything. It was just a a cool toy that they came out with. And Kenner did that a lot. They just came out with a bunch of different toys that were, um, you know, because they didn't have enough to like fill the market. So they just started creating simple designs to put out there. And uh, yeah, it made its way into canon. So. so this was basically like the
1: car-shaped car holder for Hot Wheels, but but for the Kenner toys. But
0: for the Kenner toys, right. Yeah, it, it's pretty awesome. And they did it, uh, show it again to Mandalorians, so I think that's cool. They're yeah. coming out with a kind of a hyper-realistic version of it on the Vintage series. But yeah, they're doing everything with Baby Operation. Yoda. Operation. Yeah, like... They're slapping his
1: face wherever
0: they can. They They are. There's some <laughs> creepy stuff. Like there's pajamas out there that they're releasing. This I'm excited Ooh. about. This is the Lego Mandalorian gunship, um, which is the Razor Crest, I believe, is the name of that. Um, and it's pretty dang cool looking. It's got a little IG 11 in there,
1: yeah. And then uh, I forget his name, but the like bounty hunter boss
0: uh, Grief Karga. Yeah. It's got Grief Karga, um, and it's got one of the scout troopers that hits Baby Yoda that everyone's <laughs> so fond of, you know. Which I
1: just found out is um, Jason Sedakis. Yeah, yeah, Jason Sudeikis.
0: Yeah, and uh, I forget the other guy now. Yeah. But that was the best scene. That was hilarious. Taika Watiti is quickly becoming, like, my favorite director of all yeah. times. Yeah, he's he's great. Have you seen Jojo Rabbit? I was about
1: to say I need to. That's, like, on the top of my list. It's so good. you got to check it out. I was going to go see it, but then Sonic came out, so I went to Sonic. Instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you, you've got a kid, so that makes sense. A, a, a story about a, a blue hedgehog is probably a little more appropriate than... A kid growing up in nazi germany so. yeah. <laughs> with uh, adolf hitler as his but imaginary actually, friend.
1: the nazi one's probably funnier
0: it, it was hilarious yeah. it's so good yeah yeah i know i've and i've really enjoyed these mandalorian lego sets um like i have the you can kind of see it down there the um atst raider oh yeah yeah it's pretty cool i've had a build video with it um that's actually going to sh- come up on the youtube feed soon i Filmed it forever ago, and I just haven't posted it or edited it yet. So sadly, but I'll have to get that out uh, with a buddy of mine who's really into Lego collecting. So he's got a lot of cool knowledge there. Yeah, they got a little Yoda backpack. They have little baby caps for Yoda, which is pretty There's no cute. Ears on it, though. I know that's a missed opportunity. I yeah. feel like it's just green with a little picture of him. Like throw some ears on there.
1: Manufacturing was probably too difficult to like crochet. Okay, oh, so you go.
0: this is the creepy thing, right? This is the <laughs> Mandal- or the the baby Yoda. Um, costume set with mug included I guess. Oh when well, so he's you drinking can, a soup instead. Yeah you can his... sip your bone broth <laughs> but it's weird looking because it's you know designed for like a I mean I don't have kids so you tell me was that kid like five years old no, four? that's like three or four. Three or four okay but it's like way taller than Baby Yoda obviously yeah. and it, it looks weird. <laughs> yeah,
1: Well it's because there's two faces. Yeah exactly
0: yeah you put two faces on anything it's gonna look weird I don't know. I mean, be what you want for Halloween, but I say leave Baby Yoda for the babies. <laughs> the past
1: two years, I have been a uh, Zabrak.
0: Oh, okay. No, not
1: Zabrak. Um, shoot. What is Garandan? Kubaz. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I've been a Kubaz.
0: That's pretty awesome. I'll have to check that costume out because that sounds really cool. Uh, let's see, Mandalorian trading cards. That's pretty much it on all the Baby Yoda stuff.
1: I used to collect the digital Star Wars trading cards.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. On the, like, the Tops app? Yep. Oh, okay. Let's see. Let's get into the uh, the Hasbro stuff, because this is my bud and brother. Yes. Wow. Bed and, and brother. My bed and brother here, folks. <laughs> a my... little bit more incest on the podcast. Exactly. There. That's what this is about. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get reported. Um, we're on a list already. That's right. Uh, so a couple of things came out in the Vintage series. Um, looks like there's a Super Luke Skywalker. Looks pretty good. I know. Yeah. No, the Gonk Droid. Is, the gonk, sorry. The spoke. Gonk Droid is is weird to me. Like, is it just me or does? Let's click on it. I don't remember these weird like eyeball things coming out of it. Yeah. And they're calling it the Power Droid, so it's. I mean, it' not the Gonk Droid. I mean, a Gonk Droid and Power Droid basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. But it's got this removable top, which is cool. and yeah. You can kind of see like a power generator in there. I don't remember the the additions to it, but um, I do know that.
1: I think it's in Legends. There's some weaponized gontroids. Oh, really? With like blasters and stuff inside of them. That, That's awesome. Yeah. Just a
0: box of death. Yep. And then yeah, they've got the Black Series um, Revan uh, Force Effects Elite lightsaber. Yeah, don't get too excited. Two hundred and fifty bucks, <laughs> man. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna be grabbing that one. I have the Kylo Ren behind you, which so far has been the most expensive one, as I recall, oh, yeah. and uh, that I got for like i don't know it was like 60 bucks or something cuz it was what at like this a one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that one uh he's pointing to my um Galaxy's Edge um Is it okay? I Yeah, it, grab it. It's totally fine. It's it's durable. Uh it's the um Legacy series um Hero Saber. <laughs> First...
1: <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. First thing I did <laughs> was look down the barrel. look down the just like
0: luke does or he grabs it and he's like oh here's the most dangerous weapon in the world let me just stare down the barrel of it yeah
1: we always make fun of him for that part but i did it without
0: thinking of course you did <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that comes with a removable blade and everything that one was not as much as the the black series kylo though it's really? actually pretty affordable i think this is metal though yeah well, so is the black series. Oh. All the black, yeah, these ones up on the wall and that one—they're all metal. We'll have you play with them afterwards because they're—they're pretty awesome.
1: I'll have to bring my uh, my lightsaber that I made. It's made out of a sprinkler pipe.
0: Oh, that sounds cool. That's kind of like what we did with our ray staff here. My wife does a ray cosplay, and Ooh. we've got just a bunch of random parts I honestly, glued on there.
1: Like, yeah, I would have assumed that that was a real like market
0: thing. Yeah, she she's great. She is really good at prop making. I not so good, as you can see, my paint job on my Mandalorian kit. <laughs> Some of it's really good because I have a, a girl who's part of our club who's an incredible painter, and so she did all the weathering, mm. but the stuff underneath is just, like, terrible brush strokes and me with a, pan of, a can of spray paint. So, But, yeah, that's 120 bucks I think, for just that hilt, and then you pay, like, 50 bucks or whatever it is for the for the blade. Yeah, you, that thing pops out. I thought I so. broke it. Oh, no, you're, I don't think you can break that thing. It's pretty yeah. durable. I mean, I'm sure if you tried, but <laughs> it's like
1: it's so cool. It's even got like the moving parts for the, mm-hmm. from the Graflex handle.
0: Yeah, I, I one of the things I want to do someday, if I ever have time, is make one of those lightsabers out of the old flash tube, mm-hmm. um, or the you know what they were made from from the yeah. old cameras. Um, and you can buy those parts on eBay and stuff, but they're they're a little pricey for that reason because people are making lightsabers out of them. I feel like there wouldn't be much value to them <laughs> yeah. if it's just like, oh, here's an old piece from an old camera but it's got a lot of movie history to it. Yeah, it does. Um, Yeah, there's just some cool figures that they're coming out with, though, on this vintage line. Mm -hmm. I'm not really interested in any of them. I do some of the Black Series 6-inch figures. Like, I'll probably get this R2-D2 from Dagobah because he's just a little dirty boy there, and I like dirty R2 for some reason. (laughs) It just looks better to me than a clean R2. Yeah. Um, Like, I've got the one from when he's serving the drinks Mm -hmm. uh, on the barge. I love that one. That's a titanium one. That one's pretty cool. Yeah. the the two out of this
1: uh, these series that I'm interested in are the Gonk Droid and the Probe Droid.
0: Yeah, the Probe Droid that one looks sick, and it's thirty bucks. But that's gonna be awesome, mm-hmm. and I like the little stand it's on too. Like it's hovering above. Hot. Mm-hmm. The uh, let's see, there's a couple of vehicles that they're coming out with. So the Snow Speeder and Slave One. That Slave One looks. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Snow Speeder looks great too. One hundred and twenty bucks, though. Slave One hundred and fifty. But it looks incredible. Look at the wow. painting on the back of that.
1: That's real like, detail.
0: Yeah, we'd never got detail like that before. If you look, I've got right above your head there. I've got the original mm-hmm. Slave 1 in um, uh, the scale figure to the to the original line. Um, and that one's pretty cool, but it's like stickers and, you know, one coat of paint. And then it's just like... Beige colored everywhere else. So, this well, back is, then, no one cared. Like, it, it right. just,
1: You just want something with the same silhouette. Now people know exactly what you know model kit of world war ii tank exactly that one little green <laughs> came off of and if it's not exact then it's garbage yeah
0: and that's what i love about it is i mean star wars toys have more become for collectors than they have for the yeah. kids because kids don't play with toys as much anymore it's pretty sad and you can see the difference between the two you know what it's directed at because yeah. a kid's not going to spend 150 bucks or a parent's not gonna spend 150 bucks for a kid's toy no usually no so.
1: no I, I wouldn't
0: yeah because you're just gonna break them Yep. which is why it's hard to find the vintage ones in good condition because you played with them. You know, right. all of my vintage figures up there are all battle damaged as I call it. So yeah, they got some good stuff in the line. I mean, it's the 40th anniversary of empire. The Yoda looks pretty cool. It comes with a snake and everything, but nothing here that super excites me except for that slave one. So, but yeah, that's pretty much all the, the cool stuff that came out of toy fair. Um, like we said well, today, uh, usually after the news, we'll move into our main topic or talking to our guest. We don't really have a guest today, um, so what I wanted to do is just kind of talk to each other about kind of our favorite aspects of Star Wars, and then we'll kind of finish out by doing the that segment, that new segment, or the segment you came up with with dropping people into Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and if you've got to go, just let me know when we can we can cut it off yeah, whenever. If you've okay. got done well, I was just,
1: I was looking at the clock because. You said you want to talk about our favorite parts of Star Wars. And I'm like looking at my clock like, do I have
0: another Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'll take forever. <laughs> so I've just got a couple of questions. We'll, we'll try to go quick here, but we'll probably lead into a couple more rants. Um, yeah. So the first one, which is a toughie, your favorite Star Wars film. And if you want, you can talk about your ranking order of films too.
1: Oof. I f- <laughs> my first instinct was just to throw out something like super controversial <laughs> and like say solo. Yeah. I do really enjoy Solo. The Clone Wars movie is your favorite. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the Clone Wars movie, I feel like you could take any frame from that movie and frame it, and it's like a piece of wall art. It, I, yeah. I do think that it has some really cool shots. It's a pretty movie. Yeah, I'll give them that. Um, no, I, th- I do think Return of the Jedi has to be my favorite. Really? Um, I just like Dark Luke. Um, like I said, my favorite thing is characters, so... When Luke looks like he's going to the dark side. And I've heard interviews from Mark Hamill where he said that he, that's what he thought Luke was going. Um, but then George Lucas kind of pulled it back from the edge there. Yeah. So I like that one mostly for, for Dark Luke, like force choking people.
0: Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I love that first bit when he comes in. And, like, the first time you see it, you don't really notice what he's doing to the Gamorreans. You think he's just, mm-hmm. like, pushing them aside. And you're like, no, he's fallen choking them. Yeah. Like, he's gone a little to the dark side at this point like he's harnessing some power so Um, my favorite star wars film is also return of the jedi nice yeah that's 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 the best one yeah exactly that's why we're friends return of the jedi all the way and i i think it i don't know might have something to do with our age how old are you if you don't mind 30 you're 30 okay i'm 27 so not too far off and i feel like i mean maybe it's anybody starting out as a as a star Wars fan, you know, maybe right before the prequels, but, um, you see the, the, the first three films on VHS. At least I did when I was a kid before you saw have them on VHS. I do too, man. I've got a couple of different and copies them of all, them. all the novelizations. Really? That's awesome. I see. I haven't read any of the novelizations. I haven't read them either. Okay. You just have, <laughs> that's awesome. But I remember, so like, Return, okay. Return of the Jedi was the first movie I saw in theaters. Um, cause it was 1997. They just mm-hmm. put the re- re-releases out. And my brother's birthday, and so i got to tag along with him and i thought it was the coolest thing to see this movie in the theaters for the first first movie ever to see in the theaters but i feel like that movie resonates like really well with you know your seven to nine year olds Mm -hmm. like because you got the ewoks in there which a lot of people didn't like but Mm -hmm. as a kid it's like this is awesome like i'm watching my teddy bears fight you know white space dudes yeah exactly (laughs) and i I don't know i just i think it's the best out of all of them even though as like from a filmmaking standpoint i can look at it and be like okay yes empire is better the the you know the fact that there's a second death star is a little weird you know and and all the like nitpicks that you can have but like as far as just having fun as a kid i think return of the jedi is the best option you know they're swinging from sail barges and i don't know it's just a great adventure in my opinion so um what was I gonna say? Oh, my kind of intro to Star Wars since we we're kind
1: of talking about how you got into it, yeah. I don't remember watching the original trilogy, like, really. It was always just I had just always seen it. I don't remember a time when I hadn't seen yeah. it, yeah. Um, so my first real time that I got into Star Wars and I was like, okay, this is like a thing that I'm into, uh, was um, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, wait, what am I saying? Phantom Menace, Phantom Menace,
0: <laughs> <That's> yeah. <what? laughs> yeah, 99,
1: yeah. Like, I, I remember, um the the lead up to it and and then afterwards loving darth maul and loving jar jar binks and
0: oh the yeah. Gungans. you were what 10 years old at yeah. the time yeah yeah no it's, <laughs> I mean, and that's it who it's for man ever yeah yeah i was i was i would have been like seven and uh i loved it too like i saw it that summer i think four or five times and yeah. like my i would just whoever i could convince like i told my babysitter like hey let's let's go she was like all right You know, I got my parents to take me. I got my grandparents to take me. And then I asked my parents again. They're like, you've seen it already like four times. What are you doing? Uh, Yeah, I loved it. Like, do you remember Taco Bells? Um, They had like toys for it at the time. And they had like the cups with like the little um, uh, little characters on top of the cups. Right. I was crazy. But I remember this vividly. Like, I don't remember much of my childhood, but I remember those cups. Like, that was the coolest thing. I got Watto. when i went and i was so mad like (laughs) what is this elephant trunk looking like he was like a max rebo rip i didn't know who max rebo was at the time but i was like this guy is weird like he's got like hair coming out of his chin like i wanted a little luke with his helmet and his goggles and i was too afraid to go ask for a new one but now looking back like if i ever find those on ebay which i'm sure i can very easily yeah the Wada one is the one I'd want. Like mm. that's my, that would be my go-to one. So
1: I don't remember those exactly, but like I said, I think the, just like the whole explosion of star Wars stuff during when, when the, there was an energy right know, at that time was coming out. And yeah, like I saw the movie, but I really got excited just by seeing it everywhere. And yeah. so, yeah, I guess kids are really impressionable. <laughs> we just eat up whatever is presented they to us. They
0: are. And okay. So I, I used to be, I'm not really much anymore, but a, a Seattle Mariners fan. Okay. And in 1995, I would have been maybe like three years old. And they, um, they like went the farthest they ever did. Like they had a great year. And I remember that like vividly, which wow. is weird. Cause I was super young and my parents were like, we never took you to see a game or anything. Like I was like, but I remember the energy. Like people were so like into the Mariners at the time. Like really? that was, that was the thing. So, um, Okay. So yeah, we both like Return of the Jedi, both uh, our favorite movies. We can get into ranking order later because mm-hmm. that's a whole another can of worms. Who's your favorite? I have to think about it. Yeah, <laughs> who's your favorite Star Wars character? Uh,
1: well, it's, I I tend to just like the background characters. So yeah. Um, I don't know. That's another thinker.
0: I'll uh, I'll let you think on it for a little bit. I'm gonna go ahead and say mine. My favorite is Max Rebo. Oh, okay. Yeah, oddly enough. Like, I mean, as far as like a character to like really gravitate to and and connect with, you know, like Han Solo and and, uh, Luke Skywalker, love them. They're great. Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan probably might be my my favorite out of like all those main characters just because everything he says is golden. And Mm -hmm. Ewan McGregor and Alan Guinness are just both incredible. Uh, But yeah, Max Rebo. If I see anything Max Rebo i'll buy it like that's my weakness. and as you can I'm see like, around, like I, see I have a little bit because there's like there's nothing not max lot. rebo out there. there yeah i have the, the him with the um red ball organ there a little lego and then the funko but like they did have a really cool sideshow one with like him and the max rebo band but i just couldn't pull the trigger because i don't yeah. have that kind of money but
1: <laughs> um yeah now that i've had a minute to think about it my i want to say like harris and doula okay is one of my top favorites harrison
0: Dula is incredible yeah yeah Just I she's like love her.
1: the responsible one <laughs> but um if i'm really thinking about it uh qui-gon jinn recently has become one of my favorite characters everything he I says learn about yeah. him the like i think qui-gon jinn was actually the chosen one <laughs> yeah <laughs> he really is what brought you know uh balance to the force because He was a really interesting guy.
0: He understood things way better than the council ever did. Like, Like, more than Yoda. Yeah.
1: We always revere Yoda as like, oh, he's the wise one of Star Wars. He's the old one. He's the old one. (laughs) And he's wise, but... But he was the one that turned the Jedi into a military force Mm -hmm. that was policing the galaxy, whereas Qui-Gon Jinn was like... I don't want to be a part of this. I'm just going to keep my one Padawan. And...
0: Well, and they even do that in Clone Wars with, um, it's the sixth season where Yoda kind of has his arc and he kind of learns that the war, you know, he said, I can't remember the line, but it's something along the lines of, you know, uh, not so sure I am that anyone really wins wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he starts, and he, you know, he learns to go commune with Qui-Gon and stuff. And I think he right. just kind of like realizes like this guy was right all along. Like, if he didn't die in the first movie, like he could have had a great impact on mm-hmm. on the Jedi Council. So, yeah. So, Qui Gon
1: Jinn, I think, is my favorite. But that's just recently. Yeah. If you asked ten year old me, it would have been Darth
0: Maul. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If you would have asked ten year old me, it would have been Boba Fett or like Scout Troopers. Yeah. I thought Scout Troopers were so. Scout cool. Troopers they're are my favorite troopers. troopers. They're awesome. Yeah, they're they my are. favorite troopers too, man. Yeah. They're great. Well, that and okay, it's kind of my guilty pleasure because not a lot of people like him, but. Um, the range troopers from solo. What do they look like? They've got the, the like big gravity boots oh, or like yeah. the magnetic boots and like the fur around their the collar. That we're on the train. Yeah. I don't okay. have any of them. I need to buy one, but I just think they're look
1: cool. Like, I can see that with your Mando. Oh
0: yeah. Dress. My Mando's got a big fur thing around. I, I like I like pelts. I'm, yeah. I'm weird that way I like <laughs> fur pelts. I think look really cool. Um, okay. Well let's go back to the, uh, the, the quiz here or the questionnaire. um, Okay, if you could live on one planet, what would it be? Ooh. Um,
1: depending on what year it was, but probably... Choose your year. Yeah, choose yeah. a
0: choose a time, choose a place. Probably Alderaan when yeah. it was still there. Alderaan places, yeah, that's right. When it was still there, you don't want to just be floating out in space exactly. amongst the rubble. Just like... Build a little house on a piece of the planet Yeah, floating in space. And we but don't see it a lot, but it looks beautiful from the the small bits that we do see. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So Alderaan, probably.
0: Alderaan's a good choice. I haven't thought of this answer. I wrote these questions, and I didn't actually think of an answer for me on this one. How about that?
1: How about Narshada?
0: Narshada, yeah. Narsha, Narsha. Or Narshada. I, was, I don't know how to say any of yeah. it. Um, yeah, the smuggler's moon. <sighs> That's too much like Vegas for me. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I could... I love like snowy mountains. So I wouldn't I wouldn't go Hoth because Hoth is like a snowy desert, right? It's yeah. like a wasteland. Um, and Ilum is probably way too cold. So I don't know. Endor might be a good choice for me, actually. I don't know if it snows on Endor, but I do love the forest. Um, I think it'd be cool to be an Ewok. I think I would really, or you know what I would say? Well, okay. As long as you didn't get eaten by them. Yeah, yeah. I would like to be a Wookiee on Endor. Rather than on Kashik. Kashik is cool, but it's kind of jungly, you know. And yeah. they've got like the nice big beaches. I'm not a big beach guy. Like Hawaii is great and all, and I've been, but it's a vacation spot, not a living spot. Right. I could live in the forest forever. Like I'm f- originally from the Pacific Northwest and the Washington area, so I love it up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Endor is is in California, but I think I could I could do well in Endor.
1: Well, if if the Ewoks were willing to worship C3PO, if if a Wookiee who basically looks like a like an eight nine foot tall yeah. Ewok, i'm sure that he'd instantly be well and that's a the thing is they they
0: did not care less about Chewie. like they he was the one that like set the trap and then like yeah. really grabbed him and they just ignored chewy and i was just like he's just a bigger version of you guys like you guys don't <laughs> maybe
1: that's why like c3p was all gold and shiny but he's they're like oh we've, we see furry people all right the time yeah we, we see beasts
0: this like this is just another beast in the forest but yeah. this is like a golden rod you know a golden god yeah all right. So if you could. Oh, we did the planet already. Favorite ship. What's your favorite ship in Star Wars? Ooh.
1: Oh, man. I should have read these beforehand. <laughs> a lot of um, Oh, oh. I, I don't know why it even took me a second to think about this. The A Wing.
0: The A Wing. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: I have several A Wing models that I've uh, built and, and modded with lights and things.
0: A Wing is my favorite ship on Battlefront 2, for mm-hmm. sure. Because you just get a lot of, like,. Uh, maneuverability. Yeah, maneuverability exactly, and you do on the Tie Fighter as well, but uh, Tie Fighter just seems weird to me. I don't know. A yeah. wing as
1: fast. The Tie Fighter doesn't look like it would even move. Right. A wing looks like it's it's moving when it's standing
0: still. Exactly. Yeah, I like the A wing a lot, but I would say my favorite um, for a while was Slave One, and that was kind of my go-to answer at first. Um, but I really like uh, the Mandalorian ships, um, like the ones that. Um, foul wren has oh where yeah. it's like it's got the wings that like fold up and then they go forward um i think even darth maul gets one in, in rebels yeah uh-huh. uh, I, I just think those are sick too i feel like that's the one i would own because mm-hmm. it's like big enough to like live in you know like you can hang out right. uh but it's also it looks cooler it looks like a speeder or i mean like a, a fighter rather than it does a, a, like a freight or a cargo ship yeah uh, the other one i really like is have you ever played the vader immortal vrs i have not it's pretty cool. Um, there's one in there called the Windfall, I think, and it's a dope-looking ship. But you can't find like pictures of it on the internet or anything. Like right. I try to like look it up, and the only place you can see it is in playing that game. Right. And you like pass it like for like a brief second, like while you're passing a, a hangar bay, and it's like the one you show up in. And I'm like, I spend time just like sitting there staring at it, like, okay, let me take in what this thing looks like, so I can remember it. Right. <laughs> um, okay, what's your favorite Star Wars game? Either video game or tabletop.
1: I mean, right now I'm really enjoying the, um, fifth edition reskin that, that someone, I don't know who's behind it, but someone made it. And so if if you want to read more about it, it's on sw5e.com. That's my favorite star Wars game right now. I'm having a lot of fun with that. Um, but as far as sheer number of hours, um, is Battlefront 2. Yeah. I the didn't get a the new one or the original Battlefront 2? The new one. The new one, okay. I didn't. I haven't played any of the other Battlefront games. Really? I didn't get to play the first one or the original two, um, so I've been really enjoying the Battlefront 2
0: because uh, I get to, like, walk around Jabba's Palace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jabba's Palace is my favorite, by far, level on that one.
1: When, uh, in The Mandalorian, when they went to Tatooine, um, like, I knew where they were standing. I thought I the same thing.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, this reminds me of a level. Yeah. Yeah, Battlefront One. I bought. I have it right there on uh, on a PS Four because my roommate at the time had a PS Four, and so I was like, "Oh, I'll buy this game." It was on sale for like twenty bucks because it didn't do so well on the first one, so I bought it. And then I moved out like two weeks later, (laughs) so I played it like twice. And I have the PS Four. I don't have a PS Four. I have an Xbox, so uh, that was kind of dumb of me. But um,
1: I I own that one on Xbox. Yeah, Um, they gave it to me for free for being like a Xbox Live member. There's like no point
0: in playing it though because Battlefront 2 is yeah, so much Yeah, I tried better. playing it
1: just to see and I don't like the gameplay as much because yeah. there's like random hero drops and it wasn't, I don't know. That's kind of weird. I was too used to the, old, to the new one.
0: And like I didn't game when I was a kid. My parents didn't really let me have a, a console uh, until I was older, but I so I never really, really? played the like the Battlefront 1 and 2, like the originals. Um, Like I played a little bit like when I moved out for the first time I bought them because like Star Wars games, like I got to play all of them. But uh, I got too sucked into to Knights of the Old Republic so <laughs> yeah. that's kind of my jam that's that's my answer right there is Knights of the Old Republic uh, for video games um, as far as like tabletop games uh, I like trivia <laughs> really really killer trivia um, the I've played the Fantasy Flight tabletop um, RPG mm-hmm. uh, the Edge of Empire and that's pretty fun but we kind of discussed this a little bit when we first met how the dynamic of that is not quite as nice as it is in in D&D mm-hmm. um, it's kind of a weird gameplay so not trying to knock the makers but if you could just stick to like a numbers base rather than like trying to create your whole new type of gameplay yeah. it made it kind of confusing so um, and then uh, the next question is the first Star Wars film you saw and the story behind it but you've kind mm-hmm. of already touched on that a little bit yeah I'm um, pretty
1: sure I mean the first one I remember seeing is episode one
0: yeah and uh, I'm, I'm you know same way I I uh, talked about mine a little bit but it, i do want to mention how it's kind of interesting how i have a similar memory like the first film i saw um was in 1997 the re-release was return of the jedi but no. i already knew what happened prior like i must have seen him on vhs or something at home right but you don't remember like you just feel like you were born into this world already knowing like vader was luke's father oh spoiler alert sorry guys if you haven't <laughs> seen star wars uh but <laughs> vader is luke's father like you know all this big stuff that happens. yeah you know, without even remember like when you saw it, like you probably went into the theater. Like I know who Luke is, I know who Vader is. When you said it was Anakin, you're like, oh, he's gonna grow up to be Darth Vader. Like right. you knew that stuff already. So,
1: well, and this is kind of gets into the discussion of um, what Mark Hamill kind of realized. Because my understanding this is another tangent. Yeah. my understanding is that Mark Hamill was kind of upset, like a lot of people were about the way that the new trilogy went. Sure. Uh, but then halfway through, he kind of, at least outwardly came to a realization that okay we had our star wars you know starting in the 70s then the, the kids in the 90s and, and aughts had their star wars with the prequels and now this is just another generation this is a new
0: generation of star wars so yeah it's not really ours and I'm, I'm interested to see what this trilogy is going to look like in 20 years when we look back and right. people are grown up and they go oh my gosh i loved rise of skywalker it was so much fun in the theaters like yeah there's a lot of problems with it logistically but it's just a good time yeah. Me, this, you know, crotchety old, almost 30 guys looking at it like, oh, man, they're screwing it up. Like, and I don't hate it, but it's it's on my bottom three, probably. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just because, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, the prequels
1: definitely have their... I've rewatched them just the past couple months, and sometimes I'm just like, yeah, this is a lot of politics. Mm-hmm. I think you could have done, gotten away with the same ideas without having to, like sit in a senate for but a the life. funny
0: thing is you almost crave it now like now that you're an adult you're like what's going on politically yep. like what's <laughs> going on with the first order in the republic like how did this all happen and you know meanwhile the filmmakers are like oh they don't want politics let's just show them action 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 and it's because people all complained when the prequels came out like oh another senate meeting like <laughs> is about taxation and trade routes that's not fun <laughs> but like you kind of need some of that
1: but I spent, so I'm a big news junkie as well, yeah. and so I spend like my free time listening to real world politics, and so I'm like, let's get some Star Wars politics in yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. I want to hear like the trade on Beskar and, you know how that's doing. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, I, I wish I knew more about the news, but I don't. I spend too much time in Star Wars, so you know, people will be like, what do you think of Trump? And I'll be like, that's our president, right? That's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's, a, he's a
1: counselor of what planetary system? Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Guy with the weird hair, I think. Um, so that's pretty much all for the the uh, getting to know us for our, our Star Wars opinions. Um, now let's, if we've got the time, let's do that uh, drop him into Star Wars segment real quick, and we can yeah we can go from there. So, do you have a character in mind that you I wanted do. to do? Okay. Yeah, and I I don't know why, but I
1: really wanted him to be our first one, and it's Mister Bean. Mister Bean. So what would Mister Bean do?
0: Oh my in gosh, Mister Bean. Yeah, that's a. Okay, where do you want to put him? Where do you want to drop him? What era? What?
1: Like I'm already thinking, like, okay, he's got to go to the outer rim because he's so resourceful. <laughs> he could <laughs> definitely be out in the outer rim, like cut territory. Um, but I'm just imagining like Mr. Bean walking into the cantina on Tatooine. Okay, uh, you know, just so we're throwing of... him,
0: throwing him down on Tatooine. What what era? Like height of the Empire?
1: No, like, like Luke is. Is uh 12, you know, so Luke like, is 12, okay. So, like, Luke is just out outside the city. Uh, so Obi
0: Obi Wan's like in the distance watching things, yeah.
1: Okay, Obi Wan is you know, he's got his uh his binoculars on and he's yeah. watching this like wool suited man <laughs> just like stumble into the canteen, th- th- three
0: piece in a bow tie, <laughs> <Exactly>. okay. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, and, and he's because. I don't know how big of a fan of Mr. Bean you are.
0: I don't know much. I just know he's kind of funny looking and he, he doesn't talk much, yeah. which is
1: great. I think that's like the key to surviving the cantina. Oh yeah. Don't talk to people.
0: Or like, if you don't talk to people, someone might come up to you and say they don't like the way you look. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, poor Luke also, mind his business.
1: Somehow he just always wins. He always stumbles his way. He's, he's kind of a Mr. Magoo type guy. It's like dumb luck, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm just imagining, like, Mr. Bean uh, stumbling in there. Uh, some, you know, rough, clatoidian bumps into him. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah he's, I, what would his
0: reaction be? I mean, he doesn't seem like... He wouldn't react. That's right. why I
1: think Mr. Bean is such an interesting idea. Like, what would he do in Star Wars? Because I don't think he would even... They wouldn't phase him.
0: No, he just wake up one day and, like, see these aliens and be like all right, yeah. this is how it's, it's going to go.
1: Yeah, he'd, like, steal a speeder <laughs> and, like, try to drive the speeder while shaving. If you've ever it, seen it, that episode. I, I have it.
0: but I'm sure he would drive it perfectly, not changes, without even trying. He
1: puts on a pair of pants while driving, <laughs> and there's another episode where he changes his pants while out without ever taking off his clothes. Mm. It's funny. Um, yeah, so I feel like he would just, like, hijack a speeder and... By the end of like a a week, he'd he'd be run into place.
0: You think so? Yeah. You think he's gonna be like button heads with the huts, like the huts are gonna send out bounties on him, and he's just gonna right. stupidly like miss them. Yeah,
1: he just he like pisses some people off, and then yeah, like two bounty hunters will be going after him at the same time,
0: and he'll like go down to tie his shoe, and they'll just shoot each Kill other. Each other. <laughs> yeah. That sounds about right. So you think he'd be running the outer rim after oh, for yeah. quite a while? Oh yeah. Okay. Would um, he change it all, or would he still be the same old Mr. Bean, just accidentally being the biggest like crime boss in the galaxy?
1: I feel like his wool suit would change. Yeah, like he'd he'd have to like make a wool suit out of like the skins of his enemies. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> no. a real dark Mr.
0: Bean. Yeah, and out of a hut skin. Yeah,
1: he he's probably like maybe a little bit force sensitive, and that's how he like stumbles around and, and
0: manages to not get killed all the time. You know, so. what, you know what this reminds me. Of? Have you ever heard of Tag and Bink? Or no, not Tag and Bink. Is it Tag? I think it. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna have to look it up now. I'm gonna have people yelling at me. Is it a Star Wars thing? Yes, it is. It, okay, it is Tag and Bink. I was for some reason I was mixing oh, it up yes, with I Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> yeah. I have heard of this. They're just like they're they they're two troopers? two guys who go through. It was a comic series um, sometime in the aughts, if I remember correctly. Let's see if we can look it yeah, up. Yeah, they're just like. The first appearance two thousand one No. They start out as stormtroopers. Yeah. And they go through pretty much the entire original trilogy just bumbling around, causing all the major plot holes that we see. Mm. Um so like there's they're the reason there's that thermal exhaust port that's it's open, you know, to be shot or whatever. And uh I think eventually they join the rebellion. Like they go from all the eras and they just mm. they just fumble around Accidentally turning the trilogy into what it is, so <laughs> yeah, I can kind of see him doing something it's kind like that, to that. Phineas Ferb
1: episode. Have yes, you seen that
0: one? I have. Yeah. my My wife loves that show, and it's it's a pretty dang good show. It's like, good. it's some good writing for kids for a good show, and uh, yeah, that that Star Wars episode is is pretty fun. Kind of like that.
1: Yeah, I think Mr. Bean would be the tag and bink of
0: of the, the Star men. Wars. <laughs> You'd get them together, and you just have a a crap fest there yeah. for sure. Yeah, so cool. that's all. That, those are most of my thoughts on that. <laughs> well, that'd be pretty fun. Uh, yeah, we'll have to do this uh, every week, and we'll just come up with new, new funny mm-hmm. characters to drop in, and we'll give our opinions on where they would go and what they'd become in Star Wars. And uh, to the listeners out there, if there are any, um, you know, let us know which ones you want to do. Um, we'll have to set up a, a Twitter account, and we'll we'll talk about that more. But um, okay, kind of the last thing would be uh, to kind of do a quick review over something in Star Wars and um i think we should do the clone wars episode Mm because that just came out i know you haven't seen it um but we can talk a little bit about it basically uh it's it's called the bad batch Mm -hmm. and um the clones commander uh cody and rex um are realizing that the separatists are always kind of getting the jump on them uh on, on this specific battle they're battling over um I'm trying to remember Caraxus or something like this i can't i on can't really yeah it's so it's not new it's actually the one we see in rebels um oh. you know where uh they get stuck on that planet um where the i, th- I want to say Frynox or fry Phry- something like that they're the purple guys that um it's like a big hangar and they're like the sun's going down and so they're like they're coming out of the the cave to attack right. them that like i am legend scene yes exactly thing. yeah yeah, and just the one. Um, they're like they're like cats almost. They're kind of like cats a little bit, yeah. Uh, and and it's the one where Ezra has to like learn to like control them almost, mm-hmm. and he uses them against the Empire. Yep. So it's that planet. Okay. Cool. So that's the old um, uh, Republic base there that mm-hmm. they use. Um, so it shows that kind of in its prime, and they actually have some of those creatures in the background on this planet, which is kind of cool. That's so cool. But they uh, so it's set set there, and they're fighting over this planet. And they have to kind of go behind enemy lines to, to retrieve something. And I won't spoil it for you. But they call in the Bad Batch, which is just like a group. It's, um, I think it's called Clone Troop 99. Uh, and they are a group of um, mutated clones who have like different specialties what I heard.
1: like the only thing i know about is i saw someone talking about mutations yeah and i quickly cl- clicked away from it
0: oh and, and it's not it's not like a crazy spoiler because yeah. that's like in the first they're like introduce oh here's our mutated clones like right. um and it's it's pretty awesome because it's <laughs> it's very much um kind of hokey in the point where like do you watch rick and morty yeah okay have you seen that episode where they're putting together a crew and they're like son of a bitch i'm in have you seen that one yeah okay so it's
1: it's a superhero one with, like,
0: the Ant-Man? No, no, no. This is the uh, the newest season. Oh, I haven't seen the oh, season. Oh, okay. It, it's pretty funny. Um, But it's kind of, like, making fun of a little bit about, like, the crews because you have these very stereotypical members in a group. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's the leader who is kind of like a Rambo guy. Like, okay. he, he always has, like, the red uh, bandana around his head and the long hair. There's the sharpshooter. There's the tech-savvy guy. And mm-hmm. then there's the muscle, you know, this big dude. That's just the
1: D&D group. It's
0: just a D&D group. And it's really cool. Like, I... I really like the sharpshooter guy because he has like a tattoo of Crosshairs. I think that's even his name's Crosshairs, on his eye. It just looks so cool. That's but cool. It's a beautiful show. Check it out. Um, as far as my quick review, I say it's a thumbs up. Um, you do learn a little bit of cool stuff at the end, so uh, you know stick around for that. But mostly it's kind of a clones shooting droids in this episode so yeah there's there's not a ton to it but it's it's pretty good
1: do you know how many episodes we're going to get in this
0: i think it's 12 if i remember correctly it's three arcs of four episode arcs okay
1: because i was wondering what they were going to do whether they were going to have episodes like this Mm -hmm. where it's just kind of i obviously haven't seen it but where it's more just like fun stuff, or yeah. if they were going to go like real heavy into wrapping up storylines.
0: And I I wouldn't say this is like a filler episode. I mean, it is a fun episode because it does introduce something at the end that's like, oh, okay, this is where they're moving the story okay. forward. But it, it's mostly action in this episode. And I think the reason they're doing these is because these were already done, right? You had the yeah. animatics already posted online, so they're like, okay, now we just have to finish them up. Um, and so I think they just finished them and – hopefully we get some new stuff in this season which i think we will like i'm yeah. really excited to see what they do with like ahsoka and like mandalore and all that yeah. um but well,
1: no good episode tie that into mandalorian and sh- maybe the black or the table will-, will come in i'm right? hoping
0: they will yeah yeah i I think they really should moff-, moff gideon yeah and i'm, I'm curious to see what happens with maul because there's so much That happens between Rebels and and Clone Wars. You know, Mm -hmm. we see the whole Black Sun Syndicate, or not Black Sun, Crimson Crimson Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, um, and then you know where he ends up on uh, as a Malastair. I'm trying to remember. Um, Well, he ultimately ends up on Tatooine. Is that right? Right. But when we first see him in Rebels, um, oh. It's like a Sith planet, and I can't remember. Uh, Corban or Morban, or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, and they keep changing back and forth between Corban and Morban oh. <laughs> for the, the home of the Sith. And now it's like Exegol is what they're calling the home yeah. of the Sith. So it's like, okay.
1: Well, I understood that ex- Exegol, which is not testicle, which is what I heard the first time it was said <laughs> in the movie. Um, Te- take her to testicle. <laughs> I looked at my wife, I'm like, did they just say that? <laughs> what did they just say? Um, uh. No, I understood that was more of just like, a planet of the Sith, not the planet of the Sith. Okay, but that was just my interpretation. Because yeah, they
0: kept on saying in, in canon that, and I can't remember if it's Korriban or Moraban. They they swap back and forth. Um, was like the homeworld of the Sith and like the start of the Sith. And that's
1: where um, Vader and Ahsoka fight in Rebels. Isn't yes. It? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's the same
0: place. That's where you see Maul for the first time because he's like underneath, oh, right. and he's got like the cane. So, um,
1: wait, that's not where you. After he's got his lady, when he's not a spider, right? In anymore. in
0: rebels, that's the first time you see Maul. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. First time you see him, and he's a spider. He's like on a junk planet mm-hmm. or something. That I can't remember.
1: Which um, I had a, this whole discussion last night with my D and D group. Um, if you're familiar with D and D, barbarians have a rage mm-hmm. feature, and uh, so our theory is that Maul is a is a barbarian because he was just literally too mad to die yeah yeah he
0: would just go into barbarian rage and just yeah because <laughs> you take
1: reduced damage when you are in that rage and so yeah he was he was so pissed off that he just couldn't die yeah
0: that <laughs> makes sense to me man He's which is I mean, holding that's, on that's, that's with his rage and that's he was
1: so mad that right and like, that's where his power his of the force, force comes from right just, yeah, yeah his, the force just kept him alive yeah and because the, those spider legs weren't mechanical they were made of metal but they weren't mechanical they were just metal held together with
0: force I, power that actually yeah i was wondering because like who like stitched him together and yeah. like put on this metal legs and like fused his spinal cord to the you know the ai or whatever it was but i didn't know that that was just yeah. the force because when he gets his legs when he's on um the dathomir dathomir
1: with yeah. the witches the the legs just like float apart and you can see that there's no like gears it's just metal
0: shards hmm. that's it's pretty cool junk. and then he gets those dope new legs that are yeah. like kind of backwards folding yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, that's pretty much the show. We don't have any listeners, so we're not going to do any listener questions today. Um, but if you do ever listen to this, uh, yeah, send us some questions. We'll tell you where hopefully next time.
1: <laughs> How about this? So we'll make a Twitter handle. Yeah. On the next one, and then I guess if anyone did listen to this, they can tweet us. They can to tweet let us know out. That, that someone heard it. <laughs> yeah, that
0: would be great. We'll we'll create a Twitter handle. Um, you could even DM me if you want uh, on oh, yeah, uh, just Instagram. Leave a Yeah, uh, and and leave a comment on YouTube videos. I'm gonna post this on YouTube. Hopefully, Spotify and iTunes will figure that out. Um, Buzzfeed, or not Buzzfeed, Buzzsprout. (laughs) (laughs) Not Buzzfeed. It's a podcasting hosting thing. So, um, yeah, leave comments if if there's a place to leave comments. But yeah, we'd like to hear from you guys. And that's uh, that's gonna be it. So yeah, follow uh, Beyond the Real um, on Instagram. I think it is the handle. There is just Beyond the Real Pod. And then Beyond the Real Pod on YouTube, uh, or you can actually send us an email if you want at pod at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah, thanks, guys. Well, Thank you, Preston.
1: Yeah, and I will say, if uh, I'll give one midichlorian point to every mistake that people can find. Perfect. Okay. We'll
0: tally up. Yeah, find the mistakes. We'll tally up your midichlorian points. And if you have the most midi chlorian points by some point in time, we'll figure it out. I'll I'll send you an action figure or something. I have an extra one of these uh, Obi Wan um, Clone Commander ones that I was gonna do as a giveaway on my channel, but I haven't done that yet. So yeah. All and, right. And they legally become the chosen one. And they legally become the yeah. That's right. The more midi you you <laughs> get, you become a chosen one. If that's you can how it get works. more than Master Yoda, so. This is how Star Wars works. That's exactly that's the science of Star Wars well that's it thank you very much uh hopefully see you guys or not see you guys but hopefully we'll be doing this again next week that's the plan
1: may the force be with you
0: and then we'll do like a little outro song or something we'll see